0: It's an all-new season of the Football NYC Big Blue Breakdown podcast on YesNetwork.com. Joe Callow and Eric Kennedy of BigBlueInteractive.com give the best Giants analysis week to week. And now, Joe Callow and Eric Kennedy.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Football NYC's Big Blue Breakdown podcast. Joe Callow along with Eric Kennedy from the Big Blue Interactive website. the number one Giants fan message board on the web, and Thus far this season, Eric, things have gone exactly how we planned it from when we talked week one. The Giants are on their way to the Super Bowl, and they're facing the New England Patriots, and it's pretty much just the way we talked about it back at September, right?
0: Yeah, that's why we started this whole Yes Network BBI <laughs> partnership in the first place, because we knew this was going to happen, and we wanted everyone to enjoy the ride with us. That's right. We yeah. thought
1: we'd extend it for another month, and, and you know we, we didn't want the season to end, and You know what? We'll take it right to the Super Bowl and hopefully a parade. But not to jump too far ahead, we still have a game to play. And coming off this NFC Championship game, boy, what a difference this game was than against the Green Bay Packers where Eli just really took a beating and you just saw it hit after hit. I mean, you saw why the San Francisco 49ers were the number one defense and they had such a a strong front seven. And uh, I just thought it was a wonderful defensive battle to watch on television, and I just thought that it was a great game. I mean, both games were very good on Championship Sunday. And it just really impressed me that the Giants, you know, it's one thing to fly out there. Uh, you know, you're flying out there with a lot of confidence, but you're also flying to the West Coast. You're, fl- you're playing against a 49er team that hasn't been to the playoffs in years and, and a coach and a quarterback that really want to get the Super Bowl. And I just love the way the Giants handled everything.
0: Yeah, and, and such a heartbreaking game for – whatever team that was going to lose the game to lose it and and to go into overtime and it's it's two two times now the giants have gone into candlestick and and beaten the 49ers with a with a last second field goal and that was a war my hat goes off to the 49ers they are a very very good football team that was a war and i uh, you know in a lot of ways i i i wonder if we will look back on this season and say that was the biggest obstacle that was the biggest hurdle. i know we've got one more game left to play but that that was a that was a very good football team and the giants were good but they were also very fortunate to get out of that get out of that game with a win. that that is a good football team.
1: yeah and i think either either team that was going to win that game i thought you know was going to deserve it and i thought it was a a very, very tough defensive game. You didn't see much offense. And you know what? When it comes down to overtime, it, it always comes down to somebody who makes a mistake and somebody who can take advantage uh, you know, of an opportunity. And I just thought that the Giants, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm loving the mindset that they've been in now for this stretch, and I'm loving the mental toughness that they've had. And you saw it even come out with special teams this week. Not only by the play of Devin Thomas with the Alert, but how about Weatherford with the bad snap, which it looked like it was uh, you know the San Francisco playoff game all over again with Trey Junkin, and Weatherford just makes a nice adjustment on the snap. And, I mean, I, just, I was just impressed with every area of the Giants.
0: yeah, I said, to, I said to my wife, I was watching the game at home with my wife, I said, hey, "Can you believe it it's a bad snap again?" I mean who, who would have thought coming out of this game if you said some team was going to lose it on special teams?" it was going to be the 49ers who arguably had the best special teams all year, and the Giants special teams end up winning, winning the game. And you're right. In those conditions, that field goal is not a gimme. And leading up to that, this, this, was, this was a point that was raised um, by one of the beat writers earlier in the week um, that it hasn't gotten enough attention. They, got, they, they, they get the ball back in, in overtime off the, off the uh, fumbled punt. But they're still, you know, that's a, they're still a long field goal away from winning that game. They had three good Bradshaw runs. They had no hardly any running all game. But at the end there, they had three good Bradshaw runs to really get in the field goal position there. And, you know, if the 49er defense doesn't allow the Giants to gain any yards there, we're talking about, again, it's like a 45-yard field goal in those conditions. Into the wind. Um, so that they they not only got the turnover but they 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 got three good runs, like you said they they got the, got the bad snap down they hit the kick and they they were off to the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, and I think the Giants' defense was once again I think brilliant. I mean, sure you gave up two long touchdowns to Davis, but you know what I think I think if I remember correctly, San Francisco was one of thirteen. On, on third down yep. conversions, and I don't know, Eric, you know, as a Giant fan, I'm watching the end of the game, of course I'm tense because San Francisco's the home team, and as it gets later in the game, and, you know, you start to worry that the home team is going to win one of these close games in overtime, and Eli did get the ball back for a game-winning drive, and it just looked like all the plays that were working in weeks past, like a throw-up to Victor Cruz, they weren't working now. He was dropping them, and it just, you came up short, and it looked like Eli was, you know, had a first down inside the fifth and it looks like they were going to win it towards the end of regulation and it just didn't happen. So, you know, I feel once overtime happens, it's basically a toss-up and you have to worry about, you know, mistakes and everything like that. But, again, just to give the Giants even more compliments, I just love the way they con- conducted themselves in-, in the overall atmosphere and we both thought that it would be a little overwhelming for Alex Smith and Jim Harbaugh maybe in their first situation like this while the Giants have a lot of players that have been to a championship game before but uh you know hats off to the Giants once again and hats off to you know the San Francisco 49ers on a great on a great season but I don't know it's just that when I when I saw Alex Smith driving late in the game I never really felt nervous that okay you know this is going to be the game winning drive for them and it's all over and it just doesn't look good because It just looked like, you know, every time he had to drop back to pass, I had a very confident feeling with the Giants' defense.
0: Yeah, you just had the sense that one team was going to make a mistake that was going to cost the game, and you just didn't want it to be the Giants. I wasn't as confident as you during the game because I didn't, you know, because you had those plays with Davis earlier. What I was getting worried was the Giants' offensive line, Actually blocked pretty well in the first half. Uh, Chris Snead kind of had a rough first half, but the rest of the line actually played pretty well. But the, the the line play really deteriorated as the game progressed in the second half and in the overtime. And my biggest frustration was they were just not giving Eli any chance in in in, in the third fourth quarter and in, in the overtime. And I was thinking, how are they going to get this you know get the football into scoring position because. Um, You know, you keep giving the ball back to the other team, something bad's going to happen, and that's why that that special teams play was was so huge. But, you know, the the Giants were moving the ball at times, and and as you said, the the 49ers just didn't seem to be able to do anything. They had one completion to a wide receiver in the game. I mean, that's unheard of. Um, But... It's that you just were waiting for somebody to make a mistake someplace, and thankfully it was the 49ers. That the Giants took advantage of it.
1: Yeah, and you may in this upcoming Super Bowl you may see one completion to a wide receiver because <laughs> you know New England with the tight ends and 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 everything and, and Welker and oh my gosh, I mean just so many so many weapons, and we'll talk about that in our next segment. Just to just to wrap up the playoffs with the Giants and just the overall impression I had of them. The difference between now and the run four years ago is I, I really think that the Giants think that they're they're a better team than they were four years ago, even though their record didn't show it at the end of the season. And, I, and I'm one that I love the tough challenges in the playoffs when you're on the road to the Super Bowl because I feel like this. If you had an easy road to the Super Bowl, then you know what? I don't know how much confidence is there because you know you're probably facing the best team in the Super Bowl. And I think the Giants, by going to Green Bay and really handling them you, and Aaron Rodgers was very impressive. And, and and then to go win a game under those tough circumstances in San Francisco to a very tough and a very defensive-minded San Francisco 49er team, I just think the confidence builds and builds. And, and this is also a team that the Giants beat early in the season. And what we have to remember is the Giants beat them without Hakeem Nix and, and they beat them without Ahmad Bradshaw. So I'm not going to take too much away from the Super Bowl victory four years ago, but I am going to take a lot away from beating the Patriots early in the season because they saw this team, they saw Gronkowski, they saw uh, all the new players that they have in the team, and the Giants won it without some of their main contributors.
0: Yeah, and this is a team, obviously, they know and they, they, they don't feel intimidated by playing, by playing the Patriots. And um, before we, you know, we get to that game in the second half of the show, I just, again, I think the most stunning development of this entire season has been the dramatic turnaround and confidence in this team, and the belief in itself, and I'm not sure we'll ever really be able to put a finger on why and where it happened. I know you love to point to the thank you Rex Ryan and and the Jets, and obviously that was a huge turnaround in the season. So was beating the the, the, the Cowboys in Dallas, being down by 12 points with three and a half minutes to play. Mm-hmm. But you know the, those games saved their season, but. To but they just turned it on in the playoffs somehow uh, and just, you know, to go into Green Bay again and, and again, they, they, they thoroughly beat the Packers. And then they go into the NFC Championship game against a physical team like that and they win that game in overtime. And then, they, of course, they easily handled the Falcons. And it's just, it's just, you know, give this team all the credit in the world for doing what they've done. I, I'm still, you know, after following this team all these years, I, I, I never thought I'd really see a run like I did in 2007 again, but this is this one's darn close, and I, I'm not, I'm sort of, I think a lot of Giants fans are sort of pinching themselves. We don't really think, I, I think a lot of us don't really fully realize we're in the Super Bowl still because, you know, this was a team that was six and six, it was seven and seven, it was a team that had lost to the Redskins at home, and now now they're playing for for their eighth. Um, World Championship, their fourth Super Bowl championship, and it, it really it's an amazing thing.
1: I agree with you, Eric. I mean, I'm pinching myself just uh, overall how this just this whole team has just just had a mental toughness and a physical toughness since these playoffs started because. You know, back four years ago, they didn't have a playoff game at home like they did against the Atlanta Falcons. They sh- they shut out the Falcons at home, and yep. and and they didn't miss a beat. The next week, when they played the all Amer, you know, the all American quarterback Aaron Rodgers, and and going to play in Green Bay. I mean, it wasn't a close game like it was a couple of years ago with Favre there and coming down to overtime. I mean, the Giants dominated. Even the rest couldn't take the game away from the Giants. The Giants thoroughly dominated that game, and and sure, you end it by going out to San Francisco. You travel across the country, and and you're playing a team that. You know, had a, had such a wonderful victory over the New, New New Orleans Saints the week before, and sure, I mean, I, just like you, I'm pinching myself on how confident this team is. But it's one thing to talk tough. I'm just over. I'm so impressed with how they've played and the confidence yep. in their play and how they don't miss a beat and how. Things that used to bother them in the past, like maybe a penalty, and maybe guys would get a little fired up after a penalty and get called, and you know they've had some bad calls go against them, and they just kept their mental toughness. And guys like guys like Jacobs, you don't see arguing on the sideline, doing stupid dances after he scores a <laughs> touchdown, you know, and and yeah. guys with guys with their. Their, their approach on defense, I mean, look, I think the Giants, if they keep any of these games close, you know, until halftime, I always think the second half belongs to the Giants' defensive line. That's just the way it works. I always feel that way. I think that they'll always start off a game nice. You'll get a couple of pressures here and there, a couple of sacks. But I think the Giants' defensive line really takes control of a game in the second half, and let me explain why I feel that way. Offensive line players are in there for every play. Defensive line players, especially on the Giants, are always rotating. So the longer the game goes, the more fresh these legs are. And then when you get a guy in there who's, you know, 2 years into the league like Jason Pierre-Paul or a guy that has not played most of the season like Ozzy Umanura, I think it's a huge advantage to the Giants when you do that rotation and when you start going up against these offensive linemen who are big guys and, you know, by the end of the game they're they're, you know, they're 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 in a tough spot. So that's always been I I feel my key with the Giants.
0: Yeah, and I and and on the flip side, I always feel good if they're close going into the fourth quarter because of Eli. So I think if we've got as long as we've got both sides of the ball covered, we're okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, and believe me, I yeah. love I love putting the ball in Eli's hands when they're down because if you need two, he gets three. If you need four, he gets five. And you know what? If he doesn't get it, and the times where he doesn't get it, you know he's 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 usually on the opposite side of the fifty yard line or on the twenty yard line or even on the ten yard line. So he either gets it or he's damn close to getting it. And believe me, I don't want to see that again this week we'll get to the game in a second i don't want to see the giants with a, g- a chance to win it on that last drive because the older i get i'm 40 years old right now my heart can't take it anymore believe me it's nice and satisfying when it does happen <laughs> but <laughs> i can't see it anymore but because hey, this overtime game almost killed me but uh, yes, me too yeah but but you know what eric it really is a nice thing that we can You know, sit here and talk about the Giants going to a Super Bowl game. And whatever the outcome is, it's just a really nice wrap up to a season where the Giants showed us a roller coaster of emotions and a roller coaster of play. And we're going to come right back and we're going to talk about the New England Patriots, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and all that good stuff. This is Football NYC's Big Blue Breakdown podcast Joe Callow and Eric Kennedy.
0: YesNetwork.com's award winning coverage includes blogs and columns from the pros who have their pulse on New York sports. It's truly a one-stop source for all of the best videos, news, and information on the web. That's all at YesNetwork.com. Welcome back to the Big Blue Breakdown. Once again, here are Joe Callow and Eric Kennedy.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to Football NYC's Big Blue Breakdown podcast. Joe Callow along with Eric Kennedy from the Big Blue Interactive website, the number one Giants fan message board on the web, and I can't believe it, we're actually talking about the Giants facing the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl. I mean, who would have thought when the beginning of the season started that we'd be here in this position and the Giants actually being very confident going into this game. It's not like it was four years ago where a lot of the fans thought, okay, we had a nice run, but we're going up against, you know, Tom Brady and the undefeated Patriots. A lot of fans have a very good feeling about the Giants, and why not? The Giants have had a very good feeling about the Giants. And Eric, you know, going into this game, All the talk all week is going to be about Gronkowski. I mean, that's the injury of the week where it's all going to get focused on. And I want to know, you know, what's the impact going to be? I mean, do we see a lot of him? Do we see even more Hernandez? What are your feelings?
0: You know, I think looking at the significance of the injury, I think it's probably going to be a factor in this game. But I think the way the Giants have to approach it is that they've they've got to consider him as somebody who's going to be close to 100%, and then if he's not that, then that's just a bonus. I, You know, I don't think, and I don't think the coaches are going to think anything otherwise. you you got to assume he's going to play. you got to assume that he's going to be somewhat effective Um and then if he isn't, you adjust, and that's just an added bonus. But you know, there's going to be a lot of attention on him for obvious reasons because they're looking for stories, and he's such a huge part of the offense. And if he is limited, it's it's going to be significant because this this Patriots offense is dramatically different than it was in 2007. It's not a, it's not a vertical offense anymore where they were throwing bombs to Randy Moss and. In the other receivers, this is more of a, 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 a horizontal offense now where they're throwing the tight ends, they're throwing the Wes Welker, and it's the underneath stuff. And because of that, Brady's able to get ball, get rid of the ball a little quicker than he used to. They're not doing as many five-step and seven-step drops. So it's it, what's, what's going to be really key in this game for the Giants is to get a hands-on these receivers and tight ends as they're coming off the line of scrimmage to disrupt that timing so you can get the, allow the pass rush to get there. Um, You've got to throw that timing off a little bit, and I think that's what they, they did in the first matchup when, when they played the Patriots up in New England. And I think you'll see something similar to that again. Of course, now the, the, Belichick's going to try to counter that somehow, but if, if, if Gronkowski's not playing, it's going to be very difficult for them to do as many matchups uh, present as many matchup problems as, as they normally would.
1: Yeah, and I think he's definitely going to play. I mean, I, 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 but it's interesting to hear from Ozy Yumanura, who the second half of the season suffered from a high ankle sprain. He was saying within two weeks of the injury, there's no way he could have played in the game. I mean, he had he had the injury, and, and and I know it's a different position that they both play, and he's saying that it's usually always the running straight forward that's fine. But when you start going side to side, it presents a lot of problems. But I do think Gronkowski is going to be out there. And I do think now more attention during the week where the Patriots are going to be paid played to uh, to Aaron Hernandez because, you know, it's one thing to know that you got the great tight end out of the way, but you have somebody else waiting in the wings who's had a very, very good season. Yeah,
0: and I think Gronkowski is going to probably be more of a decoy in this game. I think you're going to see Hernandez and Welker be the focus. And you know the forgotten guy they got to watch out for. I, I I think you probably put somebody like Webster on him, and just is, is Dion Branch. Just don't let somebody um, outside or Ocho Cinco there. You just don't let somebody you know outside do anything. And if you can single up those guys and take them out, then you can focus on Welker and Hernandez. But that's. You, you, you just don't want somebody else to to come out to be the hero in this game, but I, I think Gronkowski's probably going to have to be the other thing with the ankle too is they're playing on that they're playing on that turf um and that's that's it would have been better for him if they're playing on grass. I just think he'll probably start the game and he'll be out there, but I just can't imagine he'll be too much of a factor, especially as the game progresses um We'll have to see that. I think that the, the the you know how the Patriots are with injuries, they're going to play this up all they all they can. But that, that looked like a pretty significant injury.
1: Yeah, and and the the running game. You know, Ben Jarvis Grinellis had a decent game uh, against the Ravens last week, and the Giants have faced tough running backs. You know, this this, this whole playoff run, you had Turner, and then you had Starks and 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 uh, Grant, and then last week uh, you had Frank Gore. So. You know, I don't think the Giants are sitting back going, wow, it's a not, it's a, it's, you know, you're taking a step down with, with Ben Jarvis Greenellis yeah. because all he does is, you know, he basically just compliments Brady and it's really Brady's team. Brady's the man and he'll pick you apart. And I know he hates playing the Giants because they always seem to get to him and knock him on his butt. And what I like as a Giant fan is that he's not as mobile as the quarterbacks that we've seen the last couple of weeks. He's more like the Matt Ryan type who's going to stay there in the pocket sure he has a better release and a quicker release I'm only saying that he's a he's more of a pure pocket quarterback and if you can get in there and you can knock down some passes and you can get close to him you know you don't have to worry about him scrambling for the I think the eight first downs that Aaron Rodgers got which was basically come on Eric it was basically their whole offense that day was Aaron Rodgers scrambling for the yards to get that first down so if you take that element out of it of a running quarterback because I think Alex Smith also did a decent job you know the Giants were, were throwing him around I thought he did a decent job Job of getting out of the pocket so you know I think if you take away that element of it and know that you have a pure pocket passer with probably when you know one of the greatest releases ever in pro football it plays more into the Giants type of defense and they can only rush four guys and maybe they get to them like they did you know earlier in the season and uh, I thought the Giants played a, a beautiful defensive game earlier in the season in Foxborough and it wasn't clicking like it is now on all four cylinders on the defensive side of the ball. So, you know, the Giants have been lucky too. Williams is the only injury, which is unbelievable to say. You know, at the end of a season and it's the last game of the year and uh, as decimated the Giants have been with injuries, that Williams is the only injury. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking the Giants' defense here is, is feeling pretty confident.
0: Yeah, and you made a great, great point about the quarterback mobility issue because they have played these two guys that really have made plays with their feet. And, and if Brady gets out of the pocket, that's great. I mean, you don't he's not he's not like the other two guys where he rolls out and gets away from pressure. He, he tends to do a lot of damage outside the pocket and he certainly doesn't run for the yardage either. And the thing that it allows the pass rushers to do is this is when you were playing the other two guys, you had to basically be much more disciplined rushing the passer. Those outside ends, for instance, usually had to take an outside rush. They couldn't go inside the tackle because you didn't want the quarterback to get around you. Now your your outside ends are going to be able to threaten those tackles by either going inside or outside. And it just puts a lot more pressure on the offensive linemen. And, I, again, I really think the key is this, is they got to – the coverage has got to be tight enough – so Brady can't get rid of the ball instantly that he holds it holds the ball a second longer than he normally would he comes off his first guy and he looks for the second guy and then the guy then then the rush gets to him because i think you and i know he's a very very good quarterback but we have seen firsthand that if you start hitting him he doesn't like it and um it can affect his play and i was i was pretty shocked um when they played them the last time he he looked he definitely looked rattled in that game up in New England. It was zero zero at halftime. Now to his credit, they, he brought them back at the end, and it looked like they were going to win that game. But in the first half of that game, they they, they rattled Brady.
1: Yeah, and I thought he had an awful game last week against the against the Baltimore Ravens, and they were fortunate, you know, I think, to win that game. So, yes, they were. You know, but you know what? No matter how you got there, you get there. And I know Brady and I know Belichick, Belichick are itching at the bit to get back at the Giants and win the Super Bowl. So, you know, by no means am I saying that, you know, I'm totally confident that the Giants are going to go in there and just rule this game on defense and win this game. In fact, you know, I, I don't. I think the way the New England defense is performing the last month, I don't think it's – it's. I don't see the Giants even putting up a lot of points in this game. I don't know why. I don't think it's going to be, oh, well, you played this tough San Francisco defense and now, believe me, this is like a, a big relief because you're playing against the New England defense. And I just don't feel that way. I just think that it's going to be a tough game. I think it's going to be uh, a very close game, and, and I'm hoping it doesn't come down to the last drive because my heart can't take it. But, <laughs> you know, it may, it may come down to the last drive. But, you know – It's not a confidence, I think, that the Giant fans are feeling right now. I think we're just feeding off what the team is showing us, and I think the team has enough veterans. Like Me and you both felt confident that if they weren't going to win in San Francisco, we knew they were going to give it a heck of an effort, and we knew it was going to be a close game, and that's how I feel here. I think the Giants have enough veterans players led by their quarterback who's playing outstanding football and led by a great coach, I think the Giants are gonna give an effort and I, I don't think I can't see them getting blown out in this game and I think they're gonna they're gonna be right there in the end. And you know what? Last week it came down to, you know, a fumbled a fumbled punt and, and a play like that. You never know which way the bounce of the ball is gonna go, but as a team I'm just so, so happy and impressed by the Giants.
0: You know, I, I this game, I look at this game and I look at these teams and I think some of the confidence comes from demonstrated ability here. And what I mean by that is if you look at the New England defense and you look at the Giants' defense, especially the way they've been playing in the last month, who would you take in terms of personnel? I think most pe- most people out there definitely would take the Giants' defense. They got, they got Vince Wilfork up front. He's a heck of a player, but they don't have much else besides him. If you look at... The quarterbacks, and you didn't give them, didn't tell, tell somebody what their names were, who, which of the quarterbacks has played better in the last month against better competition. I think Eli Manning right now is the better quarterback, and I know that that's, that'll drive a lot of people nuts. Rodney Harrison, the ex-Patriot, said that this week on, on a Boston radio station, and, and, and the, uh, the callers went nuts after he said that. But I think right now, I'm not talking about the span of the entire career. I'm talking right now, if you had to pick a quarterback to win a game, I think you could make a strong case that Eli Manning is the better quarterback right now. Um, He certainly has had the better playoffs again this year, like he did in 2007, um, and and throughout the entire playoffs. And I think because the way Eli's playing, I think because of the way the Giants defense is playing, I think fans that can see that say, this team is better than the Patriots team now any team can win on any given day you, you, you anybody you know you have to execute you still have to play smart football you have to you have to play with great intensity but I think that's where the confidence is coming from and I think the Giants can win this game, and I think it doesn't have to be close um I think the wild card here is Brady because he's such a good' he's such a good quarterback and and Belichick because he's such a good coach. We know Belichick can coach. Um, the good thing is the Giants aren't intimidated by either of those guys. But uh, I think the only way they keep this close is, is is if there's turnovers or if Belichick does something so unusual that the Giants just don't anticipate in, anticipate it. That I, Because I really don't think the Patriots match up all that well with the Giants. The Giants beat them at 75% strength in November, and they're they're close to their full strength now, and, and they're a much better team now. And, and I, I'm not sure the Patriots – are that much a better better of a team right now.
1: And I'll give you one better. I'll go over all the positions on the team. I'll give the New England Patriots the tight end position. Yep. That's a given. But I'll take the Giant receivers. I'll take the Giant running oh, yeah. backs. I'll take the Giant running backs. I'll take the Giants D-line. I'll take the Giants secondary. And right yep. now, I'm loving the way the Giants linebackers are playing. So, yep. you know, you know, in special teams maybe is a toss-up, but... I'm also that's what I
0: mean if you go yeah, up and down the line up and down yeah and, I mean and, and that sounds like we're being a couple of homers here yeah, yeah but but, I but I, I really believe yeah. that and that's why when I said earlier in the show that they we may look back at this the 49er team as the toughest challenge for this team now again they can lose this game I'm not saying they I'm not predicting you know because anything can happen in a football game but I, I I think this is I didn't come out of watching that AFC championship game being very scared of either of those two teams either the Ravens or, or the Patriots and I think it's it, it, it's another strong NFC year, and I think the Giants, if they play their their, their their close to their A game, I think they win this game. And I don't think it, it necessarily has to be a close game.
1: Yeah, and to further your point on on the Giants, even with coaching, sure, we respect Bill Belichick, but there have been plays that they thought they were going to beat the Giants on, like the onside kick in Green Bay, and the Giants are, are ready for it. You know, it yep. just looks like they, they have every area covered. It just looks like they're playing disciplined football. They're playing smart football. They're playing aggressive. They're playing physical. So, sure. I mean, I don't know why a Giant fan wouldn't feel confident going into any game playing against anybody. Because, like I said, you know, it, it, the more teams, the more tougher teams that you can go on the road and beat, it just builds more confidence into, you know what, we could beat anybody. And I just see that with the Giant veterans. And and I'm not saying that they're, they're being cocky because... It takes a lot to get to this point again, Eric. We have exactly. all seen what it takes to get to this point. It's, and and we've also seen as Giant fans, we don't celebrate second place. You don't ever hear the loss against Baltimore being brought up or the oh fact no, that no, or the fact anything. that they won 41-0 in the championship championship game to get there. So I don't think this group of Giants is going to be happy with a loss, whether it comes by three points, two points, or one. So I think they see the cat right there. I think they know what the mission is. I think they're they're confident because I think they just basically know what they have to do to win. They know that they're good in areas. They know what they have to do to win. Sure they're playing against a Hall of Fame coach, a Hall of Fame quarterback and and one of the great up and coming players in this league in Gronkowski. But uh all in all, I just based on the month that that I've seen from the Giants, I have to think that they're ready.
0: Yeah, and the respect is there. I mean, it's not that the Giants don't respect the Patriots. The respect is there. But you've raised this point a couple times throughout this this uh, podcast is, the Giants are battle-tested. They have played the elite teams. Since the Giants played the Patriots, the Patriots really haven't played anybody other than the Ravens. And they and the Ravens have no. had them beat. Um, they really haven't played that. The, the caliber of competition they've played hasn't been good at all. And so... They really haven't been pressed that that much, except for the Ravens game. And again, you know, if that guy holds onto the touchdown, that that game's over. And then who knows what happens in field? You know, if that goes into overtime. So, and and Brady wasn't playing well in that game. Um, But again, the respect there, Brady can do it because Brady's Brady's going to go down as one of the all-time greats. Belichick's a Hall of Fame coach, so again, you can't discount these guys. But but talent does matter. The Giants have talent. They have the quarterback. They have a good coaching staff and and this should be a good game. There's nothing to be scared about in this game. I mean, there's respect there, but this 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 is a very winnable game for them.
1: Yeah, it is a winnable game and hopefully the Giants have that confidence now at 6:30 on Sunday as they play in the Super Bowl and it's the biggest game of, of of their careers and it's just it's just one of those things where you're happy for a guy like Eli Manning, you're happy for Tom Coughlin and let's hope that they can capture this title and Bring another Super Bowl home to New York and New Jersey and the Connecticut area, and I'm sure everybody's going to be really, really happy. Either way, Eric, we're going to talk next week. Either it's after a parade or it's after a giant loss, but we're going to wrap up the season next week, and just the fact we're wrapping up the season in February is a very good thing, Eric. That's
0: a very good thing.
1: It's a very good thing. Just think a month ago, we could have been talking about a new coach and and stuff like that. Sure. (laughs) I mean, this is all good. It's been a great ride for Giant fans, and I really hope everybody's appreciating this and... And, and, and I hope they enjoy the game on Sunday. Either way, if the Giants win or lose the game. But thanks for carrying on with the podcast with me all season. We'll talk next week and wrap up the podcast. Folks, enjoy the Super Bowl. The Giants against the Patriots, 630 Sunday. And until next week, folks, stay true, stay blue.